Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's wonderful to have such a fantastic audience here tonight. My name is Duncan Iverson. I'm Deputy Vice Chancellor of Research of the University of Sydney, and I want to welcome you here to a very uh, special uh, evening, an evening we are absolutely delighted uh, to host. Let me begin, though, by acknowledging that we meet tonight on the land of the Gadigal people, one of Australia's first nations, uh, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. The University of Sydney is built on their traditional lands. We've been a university for 160 years, but the Gadigal have been here for more than 50,000 years. And in fact, where we meet tonight is right next door to Victoria Park, which was a traditional meeting place where the Gadigal would tell stories and conduct their business. And I think it's fitting that uh, we acknowledge uh, the traditional owners tonight. Of course, you're all here to see something of a literary superstar. Uh, <laughs> in uh, Liu Xijin, and we're delighted to have such an extraordinary contemporary writer joining us tonight. Uh, and your presence demonstrates that you're just as delighted as we are. This is a, a joint event between Sydney Ideas, which is the flagship university public uh, speakers and lecture program, uh, and we're very pleased to have their support and help tonight and the uh, Confucius Institute of Sydney University. One of my other roles is to be chair of the board of the Confucius Institute. And among other things, uh, we are committed to uh, connecting Sydney to all the extraordinary riches of Chinese culture, both ancient and modern. And tonight, we have an extraordinary privilege to uh, enjoy the company of one of the really outstanding contemporary Chinese writers today. So all of you know who Liu Xijin is. He is uh, a very uh, exciting uh, new voice from China. He has uh, now written books that are selling in their millions uh, in his homeland, but are also now being translated and finding their way onto the bestseller lists of all the leading international uh, newspapers and journals uh, around the world. Uh, he's recently tra translated The Three-Body Problem, has captured international acclaim and indeed has won the very prestigious 2015 Hugo Prize for the best science fiction novel. It's a rare privilege to have you here with us tonight uh, and he's going to talk about his vision of modern China as expressed and reflected uh, in his work. We're also delighted to have Professor uh, Song Ming Wen, who is joining us from Wesley College USA. Uh, who will help us uh, tonight in conversation uh, with uh, Liu Xijin. Uh, Song Wei is himself a very, uh, Ming Wei is a very distinguished uh, literary uh, scholar and, and critic, and he's one of the first to write about our guest tonight in English and in other languages, and to really help introduce uh, his work uh, to the non-Chinese-speaking uh, world. And he's uh, working on a whole range of new works which I know will bring even more attention to uh, the, the, the whole uh, emerging area of Chinese science fiction. So the way it's going to work is we're going to have uh, uh, a short uh, uh, talk from Liu Sijin to begin with, and then uh, he uh, uh, and Professor Song will engage in a dialogue, and then there'll be chance for questions from the floor. So get your questions ready. Um, this is your chance to engage with uh, a literary superstar, and we'll have lots of time to do so uh, later on this evening. So without further ado, I'd like to invite Liu Xijin to the lectern.
大家好，很高兴在这儿见到大家。我我是第一次来澳洲啊，刚才在那个出租车上，呃，一位司机对我说，就说对我们说，他说，假如人类有末日的那一天，那么人类最后生存的地方肯定就是澳大利亚，所以说我很高兴在这个人类最后的诺
，就是说中国的科幻小说读者呢，他更多的把自己不仅仅看作是中国的一员，而看作是人类的一员。他关注的不仅仅是现实，而是那种在时间和空间上都更遥远的那些更终极的问题。这些反映了中国年轻一代他这个思维方式的很深刻的改变。嗯，这种改变，我觉得对无论对中国的命运，甚至对世界的命运，可能都有很深刻的影响。And for those Chinese readers, we believe today they not only think they are part of China, but also they are part of all human beings. And they not only take into consideration the reality of theirs, but also take into account some ultimate questions which seem to be far away from us at the moment. So this shows that their way of thinking has been changed and transformed, and we believe this transformation will have a great impact on the people themselves. 呃，下面我就想呃很简单的谈谈，就是说，通过中国的科幻小说，或者说通过一种中国科幻小说的思维方式，呃，我们能看到怎样看到中国的未来，就看到中国的未来一些什么东西。Now I'd like to briefly talk about through Chinese science fiction as well as its unique way of thinking, how we actually view the Chinese reality. 呃，我们首先就是在看未来之前，我们回顾历史，我们发现就是在历史上很多的这个呃大国崛起的过程当中呢，它都伴随着一个很有意思的这个现象。就说每一个大国的崛起，它都伴随着一个从历从之前往看很科幻的一个设想一个事件，它变为现实，都伴随着这么一个事件的发生。And also their breakthroughs. That is to say, if a major power in the world wants to、um, be right, to be writing, there must be a breakthrough. Or to some extent, it's just like a science fiction event which has been turned into reality. 比如西班牙和葡萄牙的崛起，它伴随着大航海时代。英国的崛起伴随着这个蒸汽机革命、工业革命；美国的崛起则伴随着电气时代和这个信息时代。For example, we see a very、um, intimate relationship between the rise of Spain and Portugal, and also the age of exploration. And also, we see the rise of the UK was associated with the first industrial revolution. And also, we see the rise of the US. Was associated with the second industrial revolution. 呃，这些这些都是在你比如说，英国的蒸汽机就是工业革命以后，如果美国在延续它的这个工业蒸汽机革命的话，那么它不会开辟这一个新时代的。虽然据我所知，在美国这个最初的二十年代的世博会上，曾经造出过最大的蒸汽机世界上，但是它最后，它还是一个新的科幻事件，就电气时代和信息时代
，来把它用用这些事件是他开辟了一个新纪元。所以这个科幻事件的特点就在于，一个很大的特点就在于它是以前没有过的，呃，是一个全新的事件。Sorry. So all these events were extremely hard to imagine previously. It was just like science fiction, some breakthrough things which actually have been transformed into reality if we look back to the course of the history. And one very common characteristic among all the rise of, of all these major powers is that, for example, like the UK um, rose with and have a strong association with the use of steam engine, but as then we see the rise of the US, it did not follow um, the course given by the UK. And indeed, for example, even though over the previous 20 years, the US had the largest and the most advanced steam engine in the world, but indeed the rise of the US was associated with the information creation. That is to say, it was just like something which did not happen before, and if you create something which is new, you will be arising from it. 呃，现在我们已经看到的这些就是改变历史的大事件，比如说像呃信息时代也好，呃还有电气时代也好，还有核能时代也好，现在来说它已经不是科幻事件。那么我们现在就是一个很有意思的问题，我们不仅要问，就是说这种改变历史的科幻事件会在中国发生吗？如果发生的话，它会是一个什么事件？ And for those major events in the world, including the information age as well as nuclear power, those things have become reality today. They were no longer science fiction or something which can only appear in science fiction. A very interesting and also a very important question that we need to ask ourselves today is that when those major events will occur in China or not? 呃，从我作为一个科幻小说作者和一个科幻迷的角度来看，我觉得，呃，中国要想持续发展下去，这样一个事件必须发生。呃，为什么这样说呢？因为，呃，如果中国按我们现在的直线距离去发展，就是只只是沿着我们以前发生过的科幻事件的这条道路去发展，比如沿着信息时代的道路，或者沿着什么。呃，其他的已经发生过的科幻事件的道路去发展。那么，目前中国所面临的许多根本的问题是根本是无解的。So for me, as a science fiction author, as well as a fan of science fiction, my personal idea is that if China wants to further develop in a very sustainable manner, this major and very significant event must occur. The reason is very simple. So, for example, if China continues to develop by using very traditional models, for example, like following the trends or some of the things we've already acquired in the information range, some of the very radical problems in the Chinese society will never be able to be eliminated. 比如说，像这个可持续发展问题与环境相关的可持续发展问题。如果说现在十十几亿中国人都像这个西方美国这样生活的话，那么，呃，环境的压力是不可避免，是根本无法承受的。任何环保措施都解决不了这个问题。而现在我们不可能停止，呃，向着这样一个富足生活的这么一个一个一个
一个推进，因为现在中国人的每一个细胞中间，我们都产生了一种欲望、一种愿望，我们要像美国人那样生活，所以这个进程从政治上是无法终止的。So for example, let's see one of the issues first. Let's talk about sustainable development and environmental protection. In China today, we've got a 1.3 billion population, and the Chinese government is doing everything to make sure we improve people's living standards. Just like、um, those American people leave today, and this inevitably will impose lots of pressure on the environment. And for all the current methods, we don't we don't see any current solutions to address this problem. But the thing is that we can't stop because we need to improve people's living standards. This is also a political will. 呃，所以说中国的未来这个科幻事件，我们必须发生，否则中国的进步就像一块扔向空中的石头，它会迅速上升，然后达到最高点，再会在万有引力的这个作用之下，它会逐渐降下来。你必须给这块石头装上一个发动机才行。这个就是我们期待的中国未来的这一个科幻事件。So for me, if China wants to continue to develop in a sustainable manner. Such important and significant event must occur. Otherwise, the rise of China will be just like a stone. It will go up very fast, but eventually, because of the gravity, it will fall down. 呃，撒切尔夫人在那个中英谈判的时候曾经说过一句很有名的话，她说：“不要惧怕中国，她在未来提不出什么新的思想。”这是我所听到过的对中国最深刻的一句评价。但是这个评价也不是太准确。其实中国好像现在并不缺新的思想。你像每次政府的报告能数出一大串来，对吧？<笑>我们现在缺的就是一个科幻事件，需要发生这样一个科幻的事件。Well, indeed, Ms. Sasha、uh, once commented on Chinese、uh, future development, and she said, "Don't be afraid of Chinese development, because for Chinese people today, they don't have any new thinking or they don't have any new ways of ideas." I, and for me, my personal opinion, this is one of the deepest comments on China ever before. But to some extent, it wasn't very accurate. And today we see lots of new ways of thinking, and lots of lots of new ideas from Chinese people, and also from the Chinese government. And we can also see all of this in lots of new governmental reports. But the only thing is that we need such important events to occur in order to make sure China can continue to further develop. This cosmic event is, it has to have a 最明显的属性就是它必须彻底的从根源上解决中国甚至世界所面临的那种呃重大的问题，也就是说这个经济发展和环境之间的冲突从根本上解决，而不是说现在这样修修补补，呃用这个环保技术啊什么来解决。呃，这是这个事件必须做到的一点。同时，这个事件还必须，呃，为中国或甚至为整个世界开辟一个全新的、我们现在根本不知道的巨大市场。这个市场就很像我们现在的 IT 市场，呃、这个我们在本世纪初是想不到有这么一个市场的。那么，这个在中国发生的科幻事件，一定要能，必须要做到这一点，做到这两点。They need to radically transform some of the problems in Chinese society, but also some of the problems in the world. Namely, this great event needs to address the contradiction between economic development 
and environmental protection. If you try to do some of the current methods, for example, emission reduction or emission um, elimination to address the current environmental problems, this is not going to eliminate the problem itself. So for the orders made defense, they not only need to be very helpful to China's development, but also they need to open new markets for the world as well, just like currently we've seen the development of the IT market. Because the development of the IT market at the beginning of this new century has never been witnessed. 呃，这从这个科幻的角度看，因为科幻它是一种可能性的文学嘛，它把各种可能性都排列出来。可能在中国发生的科幻事件的话，有很多种，就是符合我这个条件的。呃，每一种都很让人兴奋，也每一种都可以写出一部很精彩的、很宏大的这个科幻小说来。呃，我这只举出一个例子，这个例子我曾经想把它写成过一篇。很长的科幻小说，大概像《三体》这么长，但最后也因为心有余而力不足作废了。我就把这个例子给大家举出来啊，就是我我认为中国有可能发生的一个改变人类历史进程的科幻事件。And indeed, in lots of Chinese science fiction, we see lots of different possibilities to illustrate China's potential developments. And all these new ideas are extremely exciting. But here, I just want to give you one of the possibilities, one of the examples here. Previously, I wanted to use this example as one of the story constants in one of the science fiction, but eventually I failed to do so. So today, I want to share the story with you. 呃，因为按照传统的看法呢，这个不光在中国有这种看法，在在西方啊、美国都有这种看法。呃，人们把现在的两个。很大的这个活动，人类的一个是航天探索，一个是环境保护，是把他们两个对立起来的。就说你比如，其实这个看法在我在之前也有这种看法。呃，我们总是抱怨，最我们从科幻的思维总是抱怨，我们为什么投投那么多的钱，五万个亿到环保上，呃，而这么同样的时间给这个航天事业才投了三百个亿，才这么点钱。呃，好像这两者十分对立，觉得是是是一种对立的状态。The example is this. Traditionally, there are lots of countries in the world, including China, the U.S. and the U.K. We've seen a contradiction between space travel and sorry, space exploration and environmental protection. And lots of people complain that lots of governments. They have invested lots of money, for example, five trillion U.S. dollars on space exploration or on environmental protection, but they invest so little money on the area of space exploration. 呃，现在我们从一个新的视角来看，很可能这个航天探索与科幻与这个环保并不对立，甚至有可能这个呃航天。探索航天开拓是从根本上、从最根源上解决这个地球变暖、解决环境问题的一个一个，甚至可能是唯一的一个途径，并且也可能由此开辟出一个我们难以想象的巨大市场在未来。And if we see the relationship between space exploration and environmental protection, and if we see from a new perspective. In fact, these two things are not contradictory to each other. And indeed, from an opposite perspective, space exploration is the only way 
to radically solve the problem and the issue on environmental protection. And unexpectedly, we think this may open a new market. 呃，我说的这个航天开拓，大家不要误会，我不是在谈什么火星移民，也不是谈什么更遥远的东西，因为火星移民、外星移民这个，呃，不不但从技术上、经济能力上不可能，甚至现在从逻辑上也说不通。为什么这么说呢？就是说，呃，从科幻的角度看，我们当然很愿意谈它，但是如果从呃正常的这个政政治经济逻辑上看。哪怕是地球的生态圈全全面崩溃的话，那么在撒哈拉沙漠上的那个生存条件也比火星上强得多。嗯。呃，我们所谈的这个设想呢，就是说，呃，首先在技术上现在能够做到，甚至向前走，至少向前走一步就能够做到。呃，其实这个设想很简单，就是把现在这个地面上的高污染的工业、高能耗的工业，甚至大部分所有的工业都移到近地轨道和这个同步轨道上去。And so we talk about this new ideas. We need to talk about those ideas which can actually be implemented from a technological perspective. The idea is this: for example, we can try to move part of the heavy polluted factories to terrestrial space. For example, this orbit in terrestrial space. 呃，首先是能源能源工业，这是从现在的基础上是完全能够做到的。呃，我们可以把这个所有的核电厂移到这个太空中，这个不存在任何污染问题在那儿，本来就是一个放射性的环境。另外的话，哈、啊，我们还可以在太空建这个大量的太阳能发电站，呃，然后呢，把它的能能呃发出的电能呢，通过微波呀、啊，还有激光啊，各种各种方式呢，把它传回地球。呃，其他的工业，我觉得也能有类似的途径，就是高污染行业也能有类似的途径把它移到太空中。Let's see some specific、um, industry examples here. For example, we can move some of the factories in the energy industry into the terrestrial space, and this, in fact, can be done from a technological perspective. For example, we try to move some of the nuclear stations into space. Because the cosmos itself is a radiative environment, or for example, we can also establish some solar power stations in the universe, and then through microwave or laser, we can try to transfer the electricity back to our planet. 呃，这样做呢，我觉得呃，这是一个途径，能够从根源上彻底解决这个地球环境变暖的问题，地球的环境问题。另外，从经济方面来说呢，它的这个市场是极其巨大的，我们甚至呢很难想象它的规模。这个市场，一旦这个市场启动起来的话，呃，很可能呃，整个中国还有甚至整个世界，我们面对着一个全新的一个一个经济经济的增长的新大陆。And in this regard, we think that this can radically transform lots of ideas, and also we can radically solve the problem on the climate change. But also from another perspective, we think, for example, if we remove some of the factories into terrestrial space, this also provides lots of great economic potential. 
because this will open a new market which has a potential, potentially large scale. Once the plan can be initiated, we believe there will be a significant economic growth point, not only for China but also for the world as well. 呃，现代航天技术和现代的计算机技术几乎是在本世纪初同时诞生的，或者我们说出这个事件的标志的话，这两个技术真正诞生的标志、诞生的时间只差两个月。而当初这个这两项技术同时诞生的时候，我们买一台电脑的钱和买一枚航天航天火箭的钱是差不多的。但是现在我们知道，我们买一台电脑有多少钱，买一枚航天火箭有多少钱，甚至别说买一枚航天火箭，你到一次空间站有多少钱，两千万美元。所以说，现在航天市场是一个没有启动的市场。And in fact, the technology on aerospace airplanes as well as the technology on computers both started at around the beginning of the century. But if we see a specific time lag, there is only two months before and after the two different technologies. But also, when we think of the cost of buying a computer and also the cost of buying a rocket today, this is extremely different today. So we think the airspace market has not been opened and developed fully. 呃，因为启动航天市场和启动 IT 市场还是有一定区别的。IT 市场的启动可以由像比尔盖茨、乔布斯在车库里面鼓捣出一些东西来，嗯，就就会就有可能，呃，作为一个启动的引信。但是启动航天市场需要巨大的资金，而这笔资金投入在初期相当长的时间内可能是没有回报的。However, if we see the difference between IT industry as well as、um, the development of the aerospace plane industry, the two industries are fairly different. One of the most significant differences here lies in the initial capital. So, for example, if people like Steve Jobs as well as Bill Gates can just inject lots of capital in the IT market, the market will soon develop. However, For the development of the aerospace plane industry, we need a large amount of initial capital, which cannot be afforded by just one individual person or just two individual people. And for the development of the industry, and maybe in a very long period of time, there will be no return, no yield on this investment. 而中国现在的体制可以集中起巨大的财力来做一件暂时没有回报、有一定长远价值的事情。我认为，呃，这个是确实是呃航天市场能够在中国启动的一个机会。而这个 GIT 之后的第二块这个经济新大陆一旦启动，呃，确实就给我们呃中国和整个世界的未来、呃、开辟出一条新的道路。But we believe currently there is a very important opportunity in the Chinese market as well as under the Chinese political system, because under the Chinese government we are able to do an investment which is very long term, but also which does not see an immediate return or yield within a very short span of time. So once the market has been initiated, there will be great new opportunities for China and for the world as well. 呃，我不知道这个科幻事件还有别的科幻事件在中国会不会发生。至少现在我承认确实没有发生，甚至我现在还没有看到它要发生的迹象。但是作为一个科幻作家，我坚信
呃，甚至至少有很大的信心，它就将来会发生。呃，这就让中国的未来变得呃变得很吸引人，至少是对于我们这些科幻迷和科幻作者是一个很有吸引力的一个未来。And currently, we don't see such similar major events happening in the Chinese society, and there is no sign showing that such major events is likely to happen within the near future. But for me, as a science fiction writer and author, and also for me as a fan of science fiction, I have high confidence that this such a major event is likely to occur in the Chinese future. So, because of this, the Chinese future is extremely attractive to different people, especially to science fiction authors as well as a fan of science fiction. 呃，至少这样一个中国的未来呢，给至少给中国的这个科幻文学，它提供了一个肥沃的土壤。就是我们看到的未来的一个中国，就像一个这期待着一轮太阳出生的太阳吧，那么古老，同时又是那么新鲜，每天都是。So such a future is extremely attractive, and it provides a solid soil and ground for the development of science fiction in China. It's just like we're expecting the rising sun, something which is not only very traditional, but also something which is what we expect every day. 呃，关于这个科幻，通过科幻小说、科幻文学来看中国，我们，呃。反正呃，今天我就给大家提供这么一点看法吧，谢谢大家。嗯
说的中国梦是不是是某大戏的？是一种传统的歪歪对吧？<笑>但是我说的这个客观事件的话，它是不得不发生的。如果这个事件不发生的话，中国的未来，嗯，真的很暗的，十分的暗的。呃，这这个是我作为一个科幻作者、科科幻迷，我我我我看向未来，看到一点，它必须发生，不发生不行。So, so basically, if you think about the answer, how that dream can be correct, but today that dream is the It's something we, we, we must have, we have to have, otherwise the future will be darkening. Mm -hmm. So that, that means that uh, uh, this is
what's, what's your position, what's your opinion on this? Uh, is Chinese science fiction unique, or is Chinese science fiction also part of the, the, the science fiction as a, a more universal literary phenomenon or partial
非常细节化的描描写出来。超级巨资本，我我。
非常一件是非常呃长的。这个电影首先就是说把这个主角做到最好，同时这个电影它的团队是一支很年轻的团队，而且它很有这个创新精神，很有活力。呃，这一点其实和美国科幻片崛起的时候的情况有有一点相似，因为美国科幻电影崛起并不是靠那些主流导演，当时像什么乔治·卡夫啊、什么斯皮尔伯格这些人都是很边缘的那种，都是很边缘的拍那个小电影的。<笑>